Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Knowledge Boner Podcast. It is Wednesday. I am your host, Dylan Stark. Got my boy Wally Wynn. Um, and today we are going to be talking about uh, momentum. Uh, this is kind of a recap week from when we started the podcast. And, uh, you know, me and Wally are both kind of in the momentum phase. And we just wanted to kind of recap and, and just explain, like, what, what's been going on, where we're at with everything, and how to know when you're at momentum. How to- how to react um so you know why, why don't you tell your experience wally with you know what's happening how you're kind of gaining momentum and i know you're 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 kind of at that point where you're ready to really ready ready to scale but at the same time you're a one-man show right now right so you gotta you gotta learn outsourcing and stuff so why don't you tell them about kind of like where right. you're at with momentum and what what kind of preparations you're you're about to do yeah okay so you know well just for you guys' knowledge, you know, I, I mean, uh, you know, I, I kind of just restarted on my solo venture. I call it a solo venture. I have other people that work with me. Uh, Fung, which is my brother, and then I have another girl I worked with since my first company, uh, Heather. And, you know, they, they help me out with, uh, with, with the stuff that we do right now. But as far as, like, the marketing and, like, the main, like, meat of the business work, yeah, that, that's me solo uh, for the most part right now. Um, and so, really, I guess, talking about just getting momentum in general. So, obviously, everybody's going to go through that phase where you have nothing going on. So what I mean by nothing is like literally nothing. Like you're, you're, maybe you're prospecting all day. So maybe you're out there sending like hundreds of DMs and like sending out cold emails and, and all that stuff. And, so, and, it, and your life is just all prospecting, right? And I know this is true for a lot of people who, who like start their entrepreneurial journey. You know, they'll, you know, especially like in this age where you have LinkedIn and Facebook and everybody. So they're all like, they, so they, they just play the DM game crazy. So I know this was true for me. And then that, that was my life for, for like almost months, you know, and it's all I did every day, DM, 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 email, 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 cold, you know what I mean? Every, and literally all day. And it's kind of funny, you know, is whenever you finally start getting those first few clients now, now you have to get, you realize that you're actually having to do work, right? You actually have to be able to perform the service you're doing, you know, give people value and all that stuff. And I think that's like, I think that's the one thing that, that I need to talk about first is, is when you're out there prospecting hundred percent, when, when you finally do get somebody, you, you're going to have to make that switch in your brain and realize, okay, now I've got to do both. Now I've got to prospect and still do the work and make sure I do quality work, right? And so, so you're going to get your first client and then you're, you're going you're gonna to continue forward and then you're going to get your second client and then you're going to get your third client. So kind of how it's been happening for me is, you know, I, I anchored down my first client pretty quickly and then, you know, it took me a while to get a second one, right? And I got a second one and then I got a third one. Um, but the second and third ones that happen almost week, like back to back weeks. Right. And then now, you know, with, with, the, with you know, recapping the last few weeks here, you know, I, the last episode we talked about, uh, you know, me closing the tax consultant. Um, but going even further, you know, just before that, that same weekend, I had actually interacted with three business owners that I had known already in the past. And they're coming back full circle to like come and, you know, retain me as a as a as a, you know, they want to be able to client of mine. Right. Because I did such good work for them before in the past. And then now, you know, as you guys talked about earlier, just two days ago, you know, I'm, I've got, I'm going through, I went through Louisiana and I've met these other two business owners that I knew in the past also, who are also needing some help. And they're also getting to the point where they're trying to scale. So, so just kind of give you very, very quickly, this is a very short amount of time in which I've potentially got, you know, eight, nine people, like good solid leads that, that are, that are in, inside my ecosystem now. Right. And so that's what we mean by momentum is like, it's slow, at first it's kind of slow. Right, you're gonna get your first client, and then you're just gonna feel like like nothing's ever happening. But it's gonna to go to 100 really fast. 
Like when you start catching speed, it's going to be like, bam, 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 bam. You know, you can ask Dylan right now. You know, Dylan was probably probably feel exactly the same way I did. You know, always prospecting, always trying to get leads. And now he's got a freaking whole calendar. His whole next week is booked. This week, this week is booked. Back to back to back to back to back. And so imagine going from nothing and going to that. Like that's when that's how you know you hit momentum. It's like, oh my gosh, like, and now you're trying to scramble to make sure you can do the work, but then also still prospect and get more clients, right? And so for me, what I've had to do is, is now I'm trying to figure out, okay. How, how can I scale appropriately, right? Because if I'm a one-man show, at some point when I hit the, you know, the five to six client mark, I'm going to start getting towards my limit. And we kind of talked about this earlier, uh, you know, probably about 20 episodes ago. We talked about how to scale agency businesses and that kind of stuff. And we're starting to get to that point. Where, and that's, that's the part where I'm going to have to figure out exactly what I said, right? So I'm going to have to figure out, okay, how can I scale appropriately where the work will be equally done, but I can also you know, build my company without having to, you know, uh, well, without having to, to, well, one, lose quality of work, but then two, without having to bring too many extra people into my ecosystem, right? And what I mean by my, my ecosystem in this case is like people you have to pay, right? So, you know, you have to, you want to minimize that as much as possible. Obviously you want to outsource and you want to train people to do work, but, but you, you're trying, you're trying to figure out, okay, how can I scale my business with a reasonable margin out of my, out of my profits? And still make a good bit of money and continue scaling. Yeah, and one the, one uh, thing that I think is interesting too that I'd love um, for everyone listening to hear that you did, um, that I was actually really really happy you did. You did. There's a trap you didn't fall into as you gain momentum, and what it was is you know right now, is handling the work right, the, all this workload plus he's bringing in new clients, so. In terms of generating revenue, like Wally's revenue producing activity right now is what? It's networking and getting clients in and he has to handle the work. Well, one of his first clients needed a full-blown website done. Um, that was a lot of work. Now, he knows he's hitting momentum. So Wally being an entrepreneur, right, he, he avoided a big common trap because he knows he's hitting momentum. And this is what a lot of people um, will fall into, right? This is a one-man shop. His revenue-producing activity is building his business, right? Now, but a client comes to him and says that, hey, I need this website. And while he knows this website is going to be very, very time-consuming. And what most people will do, because, again, they make it about the money, which is wrong to do, is they will try to appease their clients in the sense of bending over backwards. And Wally being logical was firm and said, Hey, um, I can do this for you, but, uh, it's not going to be done in the time you want. He wasn't afraid to tell his client that he was straight up and honest with him, like, look, it's not going to be done in that time frame. This is how long I can do. And to take it one step further, which again, so proud of my boy, <laughs> uh, I can do it in that amount of time, but if I do, you're going to have to pay me for it. So, when you're in momentum, I think what's interesting about that is, is don't get caught in the trap of when you start getting clients and hitting momentum of just being in this overwhelmed state of like, okay, oh crap, now my client needs this and, and they want it done like right now and stuff. Like being firm and, and dedicating time to doing your client's work because I'm assuming that's the only way you're able to manage this. I mean, you're, you're doing the work for multiple clients right now. You're still networking. You're still bringing in revenue. Um, I mean, how are you, are you just dedicating time per day per, you know, this is the time I'm dedicating to this client's work and then that's it. 
and then and then going on about networking like why don't you tell people about that and and how you're kind of juggling all this yeah so i'm 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 very particular about about what i'm doing in my time right now um and what i mean by that is is you know i'm I'm not necessarily counting the hours but i'm making sure that that the time that i do spend on client work is productive work so Mm -hmm. what what i mean by that is so for example like i know that I know in my schedule that I have to attend certain things to get to get into my networking meetings and stuff, right? Which means that there are certain days of the week that I have time allotted to where I, I where I can work on my client work. So what I try to do is, well, one, I wake up really early in the morning to work. So, you know, we're you know we're talking like you know sometimes I wake I, just this weekend, you know, even traveling and stuff. I woke up at five o'clock in the morning every day to work for three or four hours to get some to get my stuff done, right? And so what I kind of do is I, is I try to dedicate my really wee, my really early morning hours or really late at night to my client work. So that way that leaves me 100% free in the day to do networking and shake hands and do whatever I need to do. Okay. Um, and so what, what, what advice would you have for people um, for kind of being able to kind of like stay, stay firm, be honest with the client, like not be afraid to tell them like, look, I, you know, I, I have my own business, you know, I'm still bring I'm still doing onboarding. I have a lot of amount of time, you know, what, what advice do you have for them to say? So they don't get caught into that trap of just, you know, Hey, um, a client just reached out to me and they need X, Y, Z right now. And then you're right in the middle of trying to prospect or you're right in the middle of doing someone else's work. And then, right. and you stop what you're doing, you cater them. What advice do you have for them? So they don't fall into that trap because that kills momentum big time having to stop and like, you know, sometimes, yeah, sometimes if they want like immediate help and that kind of stuff, but really, well, for me, the, 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 it was the relationship. Right. And, and that's why I think it's so strong. Like that, I think that's why the networking is really, is really like playing in my, in my favor is because what I'm doing is I, I build the relationship with the client. You know what I mean? Like they, you know, I provide, you know, I do quality work for them. You know, they, it, everything I say I'm going to do, I deliver on time and that kind of stuff. So I built a lot of trust with this particular client. Right. And so if you have enough trust with your client, you can be a hundred percent honest with them and they're not going to, they're not going to do like, they're going to accept your word for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You weren't, you weren't afraid from the deadline they asked to, to be like, Hey, that's not a, that's I'll deliver on time, but that's not a realistic deadline. Like it's not going to be done by then. And what, and what was your client's reaction to that? She was, she was actually, she was like, no, I was like, no, I totally understand. I trust you. Like, She's like, I would never, she's like, you know, I just wanted to let, you know, bring that to your attention that I wanted it. But, you know, but she was basically, you know, she understood because it's like, you know, you, there's some requests that are reasonable, right? But if it's an unreasonable request or if it's something that, that you know is going to take a lot of time, you, you just be upfront about it. But, hey, look, you know, I, this is going to take more time than, than you, than it's allotted. Like, and then in the future, you can set, you can set the expectations from there forward. You say, hey, look, if you have something like this, that's going to pop up and you know about it ahead of time. You, you know, you can you can say, hey, like I, I need a little more time than this. It's like, you know, I'll deliver as much as I can, right? I'll deliver to my best of my ability of what I can do, but I can't give you any more than that. If you want my best and on time and 100, percent then then I need time ahead of time. That's basically what you have to say. That's awesome. That's really good advice too. And and now you know we we talked before about productivity and managing our time, uh, not being readily available. Um, Wally is actually very soon probably going to have to be to the point where his calendar is set to where when clients as he scales and clients need his time so that he can be dedicating to helping them instead of being readily available uh, it's important that you position yourself in the beginning like hey i'm here to help you 
I'm not your servant. Like, I'm going to be, you know, this is my calendar. If you have any questions or something you need me to work on, instead of just picking up the phone right away, giving them your calendar link, this is like huge gold advice, especially when you're hitting momentum. And I, I learned this from my mentor. Um, but it's setting up realistic expectations to where like, hey, link, discuss what it is that you need. But, you know, I'm not going to be readily available because I'm so busy with my business. I have, you're going to have my undivided attention. While he's getting to that point where where he's going to have to really start managing his time and and being ultra productive, which is which is an awesome problem to have. So you know now you know my story. You know uh, the team I'm on, the influencer we're closing for. Um, you have somebody that's figured out that system on and the floodgates open. So from my standpoint and my our team and all the other leaders and people on our team, I, I had to tell them, look, guys, all these leads are coming in, and we're. Right now, we're manually entering these 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 appointments, and we have a a, a a calendar system. So, I told them we're at the point where we're hitting momentum. We're at the point where on the side, we're going to have to put in extra hours to start figuring out as more influencers come in and we expand our team. I'm in charge of um, you know teaching people our system. That's my role as well. So, from my standpoint of productivity and momentum. Uh, I have to figure out a system to where we can be productive enough not to waste time, still be able to onboard new people to our team, uh, still be able to handle leads coming in as we get more influencers, as well as how can I how can I outsource and automate this to where our other leaders who are giving us these leads will have more free time. Um, and we had a deep conversation because you, you guys know in, in the past, I've, I've shared a story about when I hit crazy momentum, we ran into the same exact problem that we're having now on our team, which is a good problem to have. And that is, as all these leads are coming in, we're hitting all these snags and we're having to do extra work. How can we outsource that extra work? So because I've had that experience, it makes me valuable for our team because I've already hit the snag. And I already know the step-by-step -step process that we have to make. And my, you know, the other team leaders were like, holy crap, like I didn't even think about that. That that's that's helpful. And the only reason why I know that is because I've hit momentum before and I, we had to figure it out. So I'm I'm thankful that I have that experience and that skill to be able to apply that now for our team because it's super valuable. So when you hit momentum, like like think about if Wally just all of a sudden got like a hundred clients in a month. All of a sudden his clients are coming in asking questions or they're emailing him selling e-commerce and customers are emailing him and asking questions right so now wally has to figure out okay how do i respond to these emails for my 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 side asset of all these customers buying from my store and then plus manage my clients yeah so like think about it like this you know now basically the the strategy and i'm going to tell you my strategy 100 is i'm like right now is, is how, how i can leverage other people's time to get the work i need to get done but also free up my time so I can continue to go do exactly what I'm doing right now, go and get more clients, bringing in more revenue in the business, right? So that's what that's basically the name of the game is how can I leverage someone else's time, somebody else with skills, right? I'm not saying it's not just anybody. How do I leverage someone else's skills to help me get the work I need done? Now, I, I might even pay myself less to get the work done, but the point is that, is that now I, my time is now freed up to go and continue to grow and scale, right? Well, not, not just that, but it, especially guys, if you're in the internet game, like we are, um, there are tons of, of softwares and programs with, you know, AIs, uh, that are tremendously worth using and investing in that to where you don't even need people <laughs> where you can automate, 
you can automate your processes, um, you know, something that we're going to have to use soon that's going to be able to take uh, a lead that comes in, divvy it up to a team member, automatically input the information for us, right? So we, that, that, that time's alleviated. So as you hit momentum and you get better, you're going to have to, it's very simple, guys. And this is, this is literally the formula. You stop, even if you're overwhelmed. Overwhelmed is good. That means you're growing. But if you hit momentum like we have, you have to stop, look at a piece of paper, and just ask yourself, what, are, what problems am I having? What's going on right now that's causing me overwhelmed? Oh, I have all these leads coming in, and, and I'm having to end with them. Okay, cool. Let's, you know, I'm spending so much time having to respond. Okay, cool. You can on a piece of paper. It's not so bad. Now you know what actions you have to take to be able to alleviate that. Now you know what to go online, what to search for, to solve these problems, what stuff you can test, right? And even if it means a monthly fee of a software that's going to solve this problem for you, that monthly fee is tremendously worth it because it's not it's taking time away from it. Now, if Wally is the bread maker of this company and bringing in clients, and if he can close clients at $2,000 a month plus, then Wally investing $50 or $100 a month into something that's going to free up his time to bring in $2,000 a month is completely worth it. So hopefully, yep, I hope that makes sense to people when it comes to like outsourcing and realizing that you know momentum's a good thing. Yes, it's overwhelming, but you're going to become creative. You're problem solving. Um, you have no choice, and, th and this is this is the best part that I love about entrepreneurship, guys. Is when you hit momentum, there's no excuses. You have no fucking choice but to figure it out. It's do or die. It's like it's not like oh my god, this is so horrible, blah blah blah. No. You're going to hit a new snag, a new challenge every single time, and you're going to grow, and you're going to overcome it, and you're going to be able to just do it again and again and again because you've already done it once. So it's it's everyone says this, and but I can completely relate. You really do have to love the process and the journey of entrepreneurship over like the results because it's the journey that yep. that ends up becoming addicting, and 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 why most entrepreneurs later. There's no retiring. It's just it's just boring. Like you just love it. You know, we were talking about this with with Wally's dad. You know, why don't you tell him about you, the story about your dad? Yeah. So my, my, my dad, you know, he's a he's a he owns a marina. So for people that don't know what a marina is, is basically we sell fishing boats and like fishing gear and like fix up motors and that kind of stuff for for freshwater boats. Um, so that's my dad's like you know bread and butter business. That's like what he built from the ground up when he you know first came to this country. Right. And so that was his like, you know, his baby. But, you know, even after he retired from the business, you know, because he's my dad's, you know, 66 now, 67, 67 I can't remember the exact age. He's, he's over 65. <laughs> he's uh, he's retired. Right. So, uh, you know, now what's kind of funny is he's retired. The shop's not even open anymore. And uh, and the people, his clients are still, you know, bringing him, you know, boats and stuff on the side. Well, one, because my dad's a badass mechanic. But another piece of it is because he's bored. Right. You know, his baby is gone, like the business that he built from the ground up. So now he needs something to do, something to work on. Right. So now my dad is like a retired. He's retired, like on paper, but he's still an entrepreneur. Like he still takes on projects every day. You know, I, I, I just went home this weekend and, you know, his next project is, you know what, man, I want to convert this bus. He got a bus. And he's trying to try to convert the bus into an RV. Like who does that at, at, at retired age? Not many people, but if you're an entrepreneur, you, you're, you, your brain's still going. You want to be innovative. You're still creative. So, mm -hmm. 
So, and I think that, that, and I think kind of tying that together with Dylan's thing about the journey, that's my dad, you know, he's, he's like now, you know, I, I've, I've already made my money. I've already been, been successful. I had the journey, but now, you know, I need something else to, to kind of, to kind of fuel that fire for me because it never goes away. Like it stays with you and entrepreneurs, it, if you ever feel that fire go away, then you're probably on the way towards death. Because entrepreneurs, like as, as an entirety, as a species, I'm gonna say, you cannot stop creating. Like, you will not be able to. Oh no, hundred percent. I mean, gosh, is you you have so many ideas, and which again, it and and it's funny, and why I'm so excited about this podcast as well is just we talk a lot about these these traps that we're not aware of that people do fall into that we're sharing, and it's just so cool to be able to like share it because there really are so many things you figure out and trapped you fall into and you know one of them even being ideas you know like warren buffett talks about this and as entrepreneurs we get so excited and we have all these ideas all these ideas right and, and we like oh i can't wait to to get you know get to this someday and as you study the most successful people as much as a bummer as it is to hear them say like i cringe but you know they always say like okay cool now take a list that you have and start just deleting stuff from it. Erase it from your memory. Never go to it again. Like being so entrepreneurial minded and loving this, you know, wanting to bring another idea into fruition. Successful. Warren Buffett say that. That's hard to do. That it's you know. Think about that. Like you 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 have all these ideas and these aspirations and stuff you can't wait to get to, but purposes. To be able to go and just erase it and 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 get it away from your memory bank it, it really is but i the reason why they're saying it's because it's a trap right you get you get so consumed with so many different things and then you can't focus and build with the, the first thing that you were supposed to do so you really have to hone in on look what is it that you want to do long-term career-wise um, that you can sustain to a, a massive, massive income stream that doesn't need you anymore. And that's that's really what it's all about. I mean, what what, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, exactly. I mean, figuring out what, what you want to do. And I, you know, we, we did that, I think we did this a few weeks back and it, it kind of, it circles back to the same conversation, like, you know, what you want to do. And, and another piece of it is pick the right thing. What I mean by that is sometimes uh, what, what you want to do, it, it may not, like, you may love it, right? It might be the best thing, but it might not have the capability to, to, to give you the income that you need or that you want, right? So, for example, let's say, I mean, this is not possible, but it, it is, actually, no, I'm not going to say it's not possible, but it's unlikely. Let's say I really want to be a janitor, and that was, like, my dream job, and I was, like, but, but my dream job is being a janitor, and I, and, you know, and I achieved that dream, but I also want to be a hundred millionaire. I want to make a hundred million dollars. Can I, it was like, realistically speaking, right. If on a janitor's salary, if I work a 40 hour week, you know, like even if I vest correctly, even if I get like retarded lucky, like, is that, is that a, is that a career field or a line of work that's going to be able to help me scale to what I want? Probably not. Mm -hmm. Right. Because it's, it's about the skills again. Like, just like we talked about last episode, the skills that you need for a janitor to be, to be a janitor is not very high level skills, right? Anybody can be a janitor. You may not want to be a janitor, but anybody can be one. You get paid for your skills. Oh, yep, precisely. And that's what it's all about, guys. Um, so that was kind of the discussion of today is uh, momentum 
what we've learned right now just from kind of finally experiencing it. I have one more. I have one more thing about momentum, and I, and I think it's kind of funny. You, I, I actually had this thought, and I lost it, but now I got it back. But momentum. One thing also, and I, I think it, it's kind of funny. Uh, you know, it's kind of like uh, the concept for me is like I'm imagining a ball on top of a hill, right? And so most people think, you know, like let's say I'm trying to roll the ball down the hill. All technically, all I have to do is is push the ball to the edge and then the momentum takes over and it will carry it down the hill for me, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody can agree with that. If you're looking at like a slope, think of like your shitty physics class with the ball on the hill and it rolls down the hill, right? But, you know, that, that's a good concept for gravity. But actually, when it comes to momentum in business and entrepreneurship, you actually have to keep putting down the pedal. So you're not just pushing the ball all the way up to the edge and you're going to let it roll down. Like, no, you're, you're forcefully pushing that ball down. In fact, I would be connected to it and rolling with it. <laughs> <laughs> I would attach myself to that ball and make sure and figure out how I can continue to make it roll even faster as it goes further down. And I think that's, that's one thing that people don't realize is that it, sometimes they hit momentum and they're like, oh, shit, I got all this work. I have to stop. Like, I have to, I have to, get, I have to catch up with all the work. And I've got to, you know, do all this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm, I'm just going to stop prospecting. I'm not going to reach out anymore. I'm just going to kill everything. I'm okay. And that is a freaking mistake. Wally, would, be, keep Wally would, would push the ball down the hill and then go to the bottom of the hill and start digging and making the hill go even longer. <laughs> <laughs> or making the hill have a, a, like a, a, like a, a more, more angled slope, you know, make sure it goes faster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, cool. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Um, reach out to us. Let us know what you think of this week. Uh, anything else that you want covered, let us know, and we will cover it for you guys. Happy to always share our journey. Uh, as always, follow us on Instagram. Uh, you can find me at um, official Dylan Star and Wally at Wally underscore the robot. Or actually, I'm Dylan Star official. Sorry. Brain fart for a second there. Um, and if you're tuning in from Reddit, um, Wally, have you been active in Reddit the past week or? Yeah. Yeah. I've been posting, uh, you know, Reddit. I, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm pulling back a little bit. I'm being a little less consistent because, because like, you know, obviously, you know, guys, we were all about adjusting and making, uh, pivots. Right. And so Reddit doesn't seem to be a, uh, not to say I shouldn't post there, but it doesn't seem to be the right spot for this particular moment. Uh-huh. So I'm reducing that, but I'm thinking that we're going to be picking up a different channel, a little more heavier. You're probably going to see more stuff from my Instagram and Dylan's Instagram about the podcast. So make sure you guys are following us. Obviously, still follow on Reddit because I'm still going to post on there because it's fun. But, you know, but just know, like, you know, wait, just like we talk about in this whole thing, you know, we're trying to figure out different strategies and stuff to make sure that you know we can get in front of people and help as many people as possible. Right. Right. Yeah, that's that's what it's all about. And uh, we will we hope you guys have an awesome um, let's say today's hump day, right? Hump day. Yeah, hump day. Ho- hopefully that was valuable. Everyone has some super bomb knowledge boners right now, uh, especially if you've been experiencing momentum and maybe something clicked or uh, maybe you ex- you know realized a trap that you almost fell into. That's what this is all about. It's helping you guys. We love you know everyone that's been tuning in. Thank you so much. And we will catch you guys tomorrow and have an amazing hump day. Later, guys. <laughs>